Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, and this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Uh, we're going to have fun this morning. Now, we're going to be talking about uh, doing a little bit of uh, uh, gardening a little bit uh, later on, maybe around noon or so, with a fine fellow who is uh, really a uh, uh, a great uh, sustainable gardener, and there's going to be a lot of need for that perhaps in the future, the way things are going. So we'll do a little gardening today. Also tomorrow, uh, um, interesting fellow, he was on the um, uh, um, the defense team for Richard Nixon back in Watergate, and he's got a new book out, and uh, there's some things about uh, Watergate and what went on there in the deep state. That's pretty interesting. Uh, I like that <clears throat> political history and so we're going to talk to him uh, jo- uh, Jeff Shepard tomorrow and we'll do that about uh, 10 o'clock if you'd like to be on the show this morning 888-663-6386 email is patrick at oneradionetwork.com it's a beautiful day here 7th of December 80 year. wow 80 years ago they had this whole Pearl Harbor thing and if you read a couple books like the, the Day of Infamy and you'll find out that uh, it wasn't anything like they said it was. But what is in history, right? It's just not like it is. Uh, We're going to talk to an interesting fellow here right now. He is in the desert in um, Arizona. He is founder of a news website that is uh, freedomsphoenix.com. He is host of a radio show called Declare Your Independence, publisher of Freedom, Freedom's Phoenix Digital Magazine. He's doing all kinds of fun things, and he's, he's, I wanted to bring him on because he's one of the kind of guys that are, that's doing stuff uh, when all the rest of us are just uh, you know, talking about it. Oh, I kind of lost your close-up picture there, Ernest. Maybe you could bring that back if you can. We, but, nope. Uh, I think it might be bandwidth oh, that does that. That's okay. Well, good morning. That's okay. How are you doing? I'm good. You know, we're... We're busy, you know. It's been head down plow for days. We got a yeah, there it goes. We got a um, uh, physical newspaper that's coming out. We've done these several over the decades. Really? And I've been been an activist since like the late '80s. I've been doing this thirty something years. <laughs> I did it. You know, and you can't censor a paper. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Cross it off with a magic marker? But I, that's fascinating. In this digital world to come out with a a regular real paper. And you have a big uh, list you're going to, and uh, what's, the, what's the paper going to be about? Well, <clears throat> we, we, Freedom's Phoenix it was a concept that uh, after years of activism, you, you start getting what's really going on. Um, <laughs> the big thing is from the ashes of Lady Liberty's torch, and I'm starting to see some ashes, <laughs> um, is freedom's phoenix the rebirth of freedom you start going retro you get your heritage you see what this is all about because these discussions have been going on for millennia yeah. and, you know this is what it's been all about is you know leave me aloneism and there's been a uh, uh renewed understanding we could tell you know this covid thing that it was going here we go because we went through h1n1 in 09 right at the beginning of the obama administration they were trying to use the pandemic scare to mm-hmm. create this but they had a whole bunch of boxes to check off before they could do what they did this time. But we saw it coming. 
freedomsphoenix.com started in 05. And back in the mid 90s, when we, as act, young activists, we were actually, you know, we do signs. We're out in the street. We're bypassing really? the censorship that was done by the press. Hmm. So we did a lot of earned media. We go do stuff. We'd run for office. You know, I've been involved in the Libertarian Party back in the day. And uh, I was county chairman for a decade and run for a national chair. Do I mean, we're all, but we're street activists. We're not playing political games. You're still voting. I mean, that was never a, a goal for us is to win political office because it was, you know, how many minds could you free? But we've been very effective in doing that. And newspapers was always a thing. In 1992, there you had uh, you know gazillion you know alternative candidates. You had uh, that was Ross Perot and Bo Greitz and the Natural Law Party and and of course the traditional ones. And I'm just like during that time, I saw that they were making great use of newspapers. Hmm. And I go, man, this is cool. How much is that? You know. And at the time, it was like four cents a piece. And I'm going, oh heck, I can do that. You know. So we actually did back in the days of cut and paste. I mean, with glue and scissors, wow. you know that kind of thing. So we learned how to do this. There are local printers, newspapers here in Arizona and around the country that any newspaper, they're not 24-7 running presses. So a lot of the times they're printing somebody else's newspaper. They come in with their PDFs or their software or their big layouts or whatever and say, here, let's, you know, let's do a paper. So then they would pay and have it done. Well, the cost of them is, I mean, what we're doing, a 40-page tabloid this time, and it's probably going to be about 30 cents a piece. I mean, you know, they're, you know, it's not free anymore. But the thing is, is that once you, what we did, if you go to freedomsphoenix.com, freedoms with an S, freedomsphoenix.com, at the top, you will see that there is, uh, on the top of the banner, say online magazine, which we've done like, I think 35, 40 of them. I mean, quite a few. And um, uh, those have been done over the year. We started that in 11. We were the first online digital magazine. We beat Martha Stewart and, you know, <laughs> Wired Magazine and Popular Science and all these that were doing it. We're going, yeah, well, boom, we did it. And you just do it on your tablet. It just reads like a magazine. Huh. You just swipe it and the page kind of turns and so on. We were, you know, uh, exploring all of the being pioneers in this kind of technology because then it's only like a five or eight megabyte file that you can pass around. You can put it on a, a thumb drive or email it, and the whole thing is there. So then we go, yeah, but we want to have a physical newspaper. It just has a different, you know, yeah. impact, feeling. It's mm -hmm. reference. You know, a lot of people can access it, but we wanted it interactive with the internet. So in the first couple of editions that we did, we had um, every hyperlink. When an author would write something, and you would have like a hyperlink online, which is convenient, we would use QR codes. So you could sit there at the diner reading your paper, and you bring out your phone or tablet, and you just go blip, and boom, it'll go off you know, the physical paper onto an online reference for everything. <laughs> so we're going, Ew. and then we did this. Now, at the top of freedomsphoenix.com right now, I don't know if this is live or in yeah, we're recording, live. Yeah, and you'll live. see. Okay, well, James Corbett and I do a show for years every Wednesday. <laughs> you know, it's on, you know, solutions and stuff. We, you know, cover a lot of things. Well, he just did his um, uh, most recent video last night. You know, or day for him. But last night, he put it was at the top of Freemans Phoenix right now. And it's his whole thing on our doing newspapers and the impact of pamphlets and physical material and so on. Now, I'm on a 1980 converted MCI bus. You know, it was a passenger bus, like a Greyhound. 
and it's all built out, logoed on the outside. You go to lovebuslibertytour.com and you'll see. The Love Bus, my wife and I have been on the road. We sold everything, distributed our four kids and 12 grandkids, and put stuff in storing storage, and we went on the road May of 20. And we made the decision in about October of 19 when the Federal Reserve started just, you know, loaning overnight reserve requirements right. to all the banks. And here we go. Okay. <laughs> I just knew that that was, they're going to have to do stimulus and it's going to, inflation's coming and it's right. going to get ugly. So I go, we have to do this now. We got to get small. We got to go on the road and see if we can confirm our bias. You know, my bias was there's got to be people that are against this crap, you know. Mm -hmm. So we went out to small communities from Maine to Washington to the Keys and Florida to the Southwest, back and forth, back and forth for a year and a half doing a live daily program. So as we do this, we are getting the impact from the people of what's really going through their minds. How much of this compliance is there? It's not near as much as they want you to believe and sure as heck not in the rule you know, areas of America. Wow. I can just tell you that. So what we did is all our sign making abilities, we've got a hundred watt laser and we cut out, you know, 18 by 24, you know, yard signs, you know, out of wood that we, that's long story, but we have, you know, access to this wood that's, you know, thin plywood kind of stuff. And we have stacks of them and we just have all these different, you know, sayings, you know, let me see your smile and, you know, support first responders who say no to mandatory shots and yada, 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 yada. So we have a bunch of these and we go to small communities that are being oppressed by some county clipboard of you're not allowed to open to something. Right. <laughs> so we go there and uh, put up hundreds of signs. I mean, when we do this, we do it. So, you know, we we went to uh, Starship. Oh, yeah, I got the shirt. We went to. You know, the Starship, I don't know if you can see it. A little bit, you know, yeah. Anyway, bit. you know, in uh, Boca Chica, uh, South Texas out there, and just by because that was a present to me, as we get done, I wanted to go see, you know, Elon Musk, big Starship thing. So we go to the beach there, and we take the bus, and then, boom, people see it, and we did hundreds of signs in a Walmart parking lot with a dozen people there helping make it hundreds, and you know, they, you know, go do their thing. So it's, um, it, it's been a very rewarding experience to see that there's a lot of people that know that this is not what they're saying it is. A lot of people. So yeah. you yeah. want to support them with a physical representation of signs that can't be censored, and the newspaper is interactive. So when you click to it, but we also have, and if you go watch the Corbett piece, he explains it, and we had talked about it before, and he does a nice video about it. There's a template. So it's an InDesign template that you can create your own newspaper. All the layout and everything's already done by us. You can just use some of the same articles, change your own articles. You take it to the local press, say, print this, boom, now you got physical papers. And we've done this over the years to where there's money-making newspapers around the country. You know, one of the first and biggest is in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. They just started, they had a beef with the local government. Boom, they become a money-making business. So I'm like, yep. <laughs> So this is going to keep happening because you can't censor, censor. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's what I'm all about is at street activism. So we've been doing Freedoms Phoenix since uh, 05 when video hit the Internet. We we're going when video hits the Internet. And of course, in the 90s, they're telling me how crazy and stupid I am. And I go, look, 
it's going to happen sooner <laughs> or later. When it did in 05 is when we started Freedom's Phoenix, because then we knew there would be broadband. We could have graphics and so on and kind of the look that you see at freedomsphoenix.com now. And we do a lot of stuff, you know, and it's just I'm excited to talk to you, especially right now when we're having another edition of newspaper coming out and it's getting a lot of attention because we're going retro. That's great. You know, uh, the uh, where yet. Ernest, let me stop. let me ask you this. So you've been at this a long time and a libertarian and um, and and you see we see, you know, the dark side in the matrix just getting more matrixy, if that's a good word. Uh, what drives yeah. you? I mean, what do you what keeps you moving towards this uh, doing all these things? I mean, I. It's just amazing to me, and I'm just so proud to talk to you that you just got this much juice for this country and uh, what you want to It's really amazing. I'm just uh, really an honor to talk to you. you know, yeah, I don't want to, I'm not a, a nationalist or patriot, whatever, mm -hmm. but it's the idea, the promise. When it started back, I mean, okay, <clears throat> I'll try and keep this short. I'll do a couple minutes here and you kind of get the gist of it. Married, fourth child on the way, uh, late 80s. My wife and I, were, you know, I, I leave corporate America. I start doing my own businesses. I, all of a sudden, I'm busting butt. You know, I'm not super educated or anything. You know, I just, uh, you know, the, always in business, working hard, making money. And then I found out who I was really working for, and it was the IRS man. You know, <laughs> I'm going, what the hell? And they're not the ones out in the sun doing Then You're not paying them how much? You know, hell no. So I'm like, you know, where did this come from? So um, my my father had an export business. He well, he manufactured trailers for touring motorcycles called the Alcan Traveler, and he had a lot of interest overseas when the travel restrictions went down in Europe. So you could, you know, they wanted to have these, you know, gold wing take my house with me kind of thing around Europe and tour. And I go, Dad, man, and that time in '88, you know, the whole Dukakis Bush presidential campaign was about export America and manufacturing and stuff that they had lost during the early 80s when you know the rust belt and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff so I'm going dad we gotta save America we gotta export man we got you know you know save money future children and all that stuff well come to find that's all a lie and they them those that won't leave us alone you know they, I started radio they go they you conspiracy who are they and I go good question um they're the ones that won't leave me alone. That's who they, them, those are. You know, I call them T3, you know, it's they, them, those. So what happens is I started pulling a thread, you know, where are the restrictions, the tariffs, you know, who I got to pay? How do I ship? How come I can just can't, can't send this to that guy over there and they want it and I got it and we're done. Well, it's everybody. They're like the mafia. They got to get a cut. They're just a mafia, you know, a gang with a flag. I mean, that's it become very quick that I understood what was really at because I then I thought, well, you go to the press, look what they're doing. Well, they're sitting on their lap. They're doing whatever the hell they're. And I realized this in the late 80s. So how do you get that to people to try and convince them that there even is a problem? Well, you couldn't, you know, people, oh, no, Merca, you know, and they just didn't think that there was a problem. You could see the foundational problems that what was going to happen now. So I go to my wife at the time, you know, she is now too, <laughs> but at the time I go to my wife and I say, you know, um, this is not going to go well. I can see by the time our children are our, our age now, which was 2016. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I go by the time they're our age now, it's not going to be the same country. If we don't do this now, there won't even be a recognition of what the hell is going on. Cause I couldn't find anybody that even could see what was going on. 
So I filed suit against election laws. I could see where they were controlling. You could choose from fascist candidate A or communist candidate B. But, you know, any alternatives, really, I could see what was happening. We were being managed and herded into socialism, into a one world government kind of thing. And this yeah. was the late 80s. Hmm. Then you start coming across, you know, you know libertarians. You know, they, they were like, what do you think was going to happen? You know, you can centralize power and give them a shiny badge and a gun. Guess what? You know, the sociopaths take over and, you know, here you go. So this is what motivated me because I could see it coming and I had children. So I'm going, no, I'm not leaving this to my kids. And now my grandkids, that's not happening. So now our big, <laughs> we built up this infrastructure and our capability. And now we're doing property rights, real property. rights. I get to have land. Hmm. You know, I don't have to have a matrix plug in the back of my head and live in their smart city and stuff that they're doing here in Arizona. So this has been my passion because I knew what was in store for my children and grandchildren. And because I knew it with this ability comes responsibility. So I've done any and everything I can in a slow march to free as many minds as I can be an inspiration and an example and not sit on our butt. And it got a big, giant, spontaneous order explosion during the Revolution. When Ron Paul ran for president and we heard that he was doing it, that Revolution logo I had already had created for an 06 campaign that we'd done and knew how popular it was. I go, watch this. So we did Ron Paul Revolution and started making signs. That's what started it, a crapload of signs. So he made signs, shared the template, went all over the country, showed people how to do it. Whatever. Boom, it exploded. And that was a year before anybody even know, uh, knew I did it. I didn't care. I just wanted to make sure people understood the power behind his message and that artwork. So the Ron Paul Revolution logo, you know, and that's just one example of all the stuff that we do. Because I have children and grandchildren, that's why. Interesting. Ernest uh, Hancock is with us. Uh, you can go to his website, which is freedomsphoenix.com and... Uh, um, so you, you, you saw this whole socialism one world thing, Ernest, long ago. And has it, has it surprised you the way it's evolved and they've been able to pull this off, like this COVID thing, which is just, in my opinion, it's just made up in the mind. You know, I don't think there is a COVID, but that's just me. Um, have you, are you surprised the, the efficiency that they pulled this off and how many people have bought into it and I've been hypnotized? No, I was afraid early on. There was a thing in 88 when I was trying to help my father's company just out of principle and he was my dad. I wasn't working for him or anything. I didn't mm -hmm. want to work for my dad, you know. But um, it, was, uh, it, was a, it was called the Omnibus Trade Competitiveness Act of 1988. It was right at the end of the Reagan administration that was to be used by George Bush, you know, senior, that George Bush, you know, he he bad guy. So he's like, I got this power and this is what they're going to do. In that legislation, it was clear that they were going to use the taxpayers funding money to create a digital future of which there was centralized control from the government and all commerce, banking, mm -hmm. finances. It, it, it was written down. I wasn't an idiot. I just read it. You know, I highlight Nick and going through, I'm going, holy crap. And that was why I knew what was going on. All the other stuff, you know, that, you know, libertarian philosophy, libertarian 
you know, messaging and knowledge and John Birch Society and conspiratorial fill in the blank people of this the trilateral commission and council on foreign whatever the heck and all that came later. Hmm. I saw it, you know, myself and I'm going, whoa, who, what the hell? Of course, everybody wants you to join their group. That was not a group joiner. You know, I'm like, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm good on my own. I just want to find out what's the truth. Well, I tell you. It was libertarian, not the Libertarian Party. Libertarian Party's got its own problems, you know. But libertarian, freedom-oriented, thou shalt not aggress, you know, people mm -hmm. that live with this philosophy, that was the answer. It was why my show is called Declare Your Independence. Because in the beginning, I'd go to the library. It was before online anything. You actually had to go read something. <clears throat> and I go, all right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm, man, what's the deal? You know, they got this deal, the you know, Constitution, you know. I'm like, all right, so let's go read it. So you read the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and then the Bill of Rights. I'm not a fan of this Constitution thing. The power to tax, the power to war, the power to you know uh, uh, regulate commerce, the power of you know uh, taking your property, you know, uh, uh, eminent domain kind of. I mean, I'm just like, whoa! This might as well just call him king. What the hell? <laughs> then they go, well, we got the separation of powers thing. Well, it was um, I don't know, it was Payne or or uh, Patrick Henry. Somebody said. You know, I smell a rat. That was Patrick Henry he, when it was a constitution. I can see what's going on here. And the reason was you had the Federalists and Anti-Federalists. Well, the Anti-Federalists were the Libertarians. They were going, look, let me tell you what's going to happen. When you do this, it's going to turn bad in this way and this way and this way. And they was rat. You know, I'm going, yep, here we go. Well, the Bill of Rights was to prevent a, the next revolution. He said, look, we got to have a list of thou shalt not to government. You know, here's your Ten Commandments that you're not allowed to. Right. And that was what held off another revolution for long enough for them to stick it to us. Well, the Declaration of Independence was a, a statement of, of um, a principle. It was like the purpose of government is the defense of individual rights. When they don't do that, it's time to alter or abolish. It's your right, your duty. It actually says that. Oh, yeah. And I'm going, ooh, sign me up. Okay? <laughs> so that's why my radio show is called Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. When I started doing radio here in the Valley and Terran Radio back in 03, I've been doing radio since 03, a lot of my audience call in, they go, with you? I got to declare my independence with you? And I go, good point. <laughs> you know, I declare my independence. See how easy it was? And you don't need a government form, you yeah. know? So, it's just that concept, that idea of why do we even have a government? Well, in our newspaper, you know, um, uh, previous publications and shows I've done with Larkin Rose, which is most dangerous superstition is freaking government. So he did it. It was kind of a toned down version. It was very effective to the masses, you know, article that he has, you know, make it happen. If you go to freemsphoenix.com and you see at the top newspaper, you click on that, you can read it online. All the articles are already there. And we go to press here in a couple uh, tomorrow, but it's uh, you can read it and it's very measured. You know, it's like, look, let me tell you what's up. So I can see when I was doing my show, they go, what are you, an anarchist? And I go, compared to what? Well, we got now. That's my choice. None or this. I vote none. You know, I mean, seriously, you got to be careful what you ask me, you know. So it's um, I am of the opinion that this is going to be very hard press in the people's faces what's really going on and they have to make a decision hmm. and that decision is going to be you know i'm clicking heels and zeke highland to some flag or a leader or whatever or not 
And that was the biggest fear. We do every Thursday for six, seven years since the summer of 15, we have been doing the Trump report. Because I had a friend of mine, you know, a doctor here in the Valley goes, now don't be a hater, but you know, Trump's going to win. You know, back in the summer of 15, when he came down the escalator, he goes, I don't think people understand what's happening. You know, I want to talk, we'll do the Trump report. And I go, hell yeah. Of course, I always say, you guys are still voting, you know, but he'll try and convince me that we need to. But the thing is, is that Trump was a side effect, just like Brexit was. All this stuff is coming to a head and they, them, those that won't leave us alone had to pull the trigger. If they didn't, they were going to lose our their ability to control and corral us forever because people have the ability to communicate. The Internet does leak out truth amongst the propaganda. And I think this is an act of desperation that they had to do now. And the battle is on hmm. now. So that's what and if I have that's what know, COVID, representative that's what COVID of the is. crown. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I have the representative of the crown being able to chase me down, some guy in camo is going to hold me down and inject notions and potions of the crown into my flesh and that of my children against my will. That never turns out well. <laughs> Guarantee freaking tea. So this is it. This battle is it. That's why the love bus is on the road. Well, we just finished and now we're taking it more Arizona and the paper and you're going to be hearing a lot about it. And, you know, we're building, you know, uh, air Crete domes on our property and they can suck it and i'm not doing their whatever and there's going to be a bunch more activism coming out of Arizona. it's always arizona and i tell you what because we're here as well <laughs> that's right man you're a fireball ernest hancock of a real patriot a libertarian his uh, website is freedomsphoenix.com uh let me do a little commercial here ernest if you don't mind and uh, we're going to sell a couple products, and we'll be oh, yeah. back with you. Previously, with Dr. Ross Stewart, who just kind of came up with this, telling about how he works with people and their neurotransmitters. How do we produce sufficient amounts of glutathione in the liver, which, of course, is a big filter for all the blood, pulling half-spent hormones, waste, dead cells, and other toxins out of the, out of the blood? The higher the level of glutathione, the longer a person's going to live and the better their blood is. And I'm glad you're doing a sulfur product. Once you start getting any of these kinds of symptoms, all the way from autism, all the way through Parkinson's, you can't get enough sulfur from eating broccoli and kale and cauliflower and garlic and onions. You can't get enough. You need to supplement it. Well, the information just keeps on coming with sulfur. The sulfur that we promote is 99.97% pure, no additives, no excipients. Just click an order on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. The first supplement I like to take in the morning right after I wake up is Pine Pollen Pure Potency, or P4. This is Cirque Rival's flagship testosterone and androgen support formula. It's made with the pollen of pine trees, which is rich in testosterone, androstenedione, DHEA, and a bunch of plant sterols. These are all substances, phytochemicals, that support the body's natural androgens, or male hormones. 
Of course, men and women are using this product, but usually it's men in andropause. Men after age 40 whose testosterone production has started to decline. Many of survival supplements can be taken any time of day, but Pine Pollen Pure Potency, it's important that you take at very specific times of the day. Now it can be taken once, twice, or three times, depending on how much you want to supplement yourself with the phytoandrogens found in it. But the key is taking it at morning, right upon waking, midday or noon, and then again right before bed. So once, twice, or three times a day, but always at those times. And that's because that's when your body's naturally producing its own testosterone. And all we wanna do is amplify that sine wave. We don't wanna to start to take testosterone at a time where our body's purged it from the bloodstream. Instead, we wanna take it at a time where those levels are already spiking and we're just subtly helping to increase them. This product tastes fantastic. I think of it like an orange creamsicle. And that's because in addition to that subtle pine flavor, there's a little bit of orange peel, Tahitian vanilla bean, cloves, and then a little bit of maple syrup just to give it this nice kind of sweet orange flavor. So it's really delicious and easy to take. So if you're looking to increase your testosterone or androgen levels and you want an alternative to pharmaceutical testosterone replacement therapies, there's nothing that does it better than pine pollen pure potency. And if you're going to go out and do a revolution, you got to have your testosterone, right? So uh, this will help you. It's a great product. And here's mine here. I I do the uh, auto ship thing so you get it regularly. And so you can sign up there and you get a little better price. They have a special going on right now. I think it is you buy one. Yeah, you buy one and you get the second one at 50% off. So that's pretty cool. It's a good way to get uh, uh, a couple, have a couple shipped to you. The Pure Potency, um, get one. And then you buy the other one is 50% off. Uh, it's a great company. The colostrum is there. You can mix the colostrum in your smoothies. The Elk Velvet Antler is another one to give you giddy up and go so you can, you know, join the revolution. And Shaga, Rishi, and also uh, a really great product that is the Digestive Bitters. So it's uh, Daniel Vitalis, great company. I've known Daniel for about 12 years. It is Sir Thrival on OneRadioNetwork.com. Quick reminder, we have all of our videos on BitChute. You'll see the link there on the top uh, of our front page, BitChute. And then join us on Telegram, uh, Facebook, you know, it's pretty much over. Um, uh, Telegram, the link to our Telegram page is on the front page of One Radio Network. Join us. We, we have a lot of great people there. We're having fun and, and um, you know, it's uh, sensor, sensor-free too, which is kind of cool. Know the Source on One Radio Network. Talking with a fun guy, real patriot, a libertarian. He's out in the, the desert in uh, Arizona right now in his love bus. And boy, he's an activist, baby. Uh, founder of a news website, freedomsphoenix.com. Uh, and uh, you do, how can folks find your radio show, Ernest? How do they find that? At the top right, at the top right of freedomsphoenix.com, is uh, you'll see it. Declare your independence with Ernest Hancock. You okay. know, and you just go in there and it has all the information. And then uh, repeats of the show or the live show, we live stream when we got internet. <laughs> and um, um, and we're on you know LRN.FM network and there's some other pirate places and other affiliates that you know take the feed from there. But when we went on the road, we had to do more podcasting because internet sucks. Yeah, you know, yeah. We have like seven, eight ways to get on the internet. We have 
you know, a, a, a Netgear router with two AT&T SIM cards. We have a Verizon hotspot. We got a Nomad Internet uses T-Mobile. We got a Raspberry Pi that manages Wi-Fi. We got T-Mobile and Verizon phones. Yeah, and they all suck, you know? <laughs> so what we do yeah. is uh, we're waiting, you know, uh, Starlink, yeah. you know, works really well. You know, that's, that's what that's I a, hear. My geek tells me that it's going to be good. We've signed up for it, too. I don't know. Is it? Uh, have you heard when you're going to see it out there in Arizona? I think a couple months here in Texas. Uh, it's now. I mean, some people are, are are getting it. It's they as they launch more satellites, it comes further down south in latitudes. Yeah. And um, we had it in New Hampshire, and a bit. What happens is they geofence you to a zip code or something. Oh. So, so many, you know, it can be in an area, and if it fills up. You can't get it anymore. And if you move, like with a bus, you got to keep changing your address and zip code uh, so that you can have access to those satellites there. Yeah. So it's not really mobile yet. It's going to be boats, trains, automobiles, submarines, space stations, right. whatever. But uh, so we've been following this from the beginning. What kind so of bandwidth gonna, did you get uh, uh, when you had it in? New oh, Hampton? no, it's freaking Was it good? 100 megabytes up and down. We were doing 160 Whoa. up and down. Whoa. No, it's ridiculous. Whoa. It's ridiculous. Whoa. We load up a show, boom, done. Yeah. I mean, it's real internet, you know? So I go, yeah, I know Musk is going to make so much freaking money on this he thing, is. Yeah. which is what the man is freaking out about. That's why they're holding back on this Starship thing, because within a year, he could boom, and we're done, because it could put up 400 of those satellites, you know? And the bigger ones, the version two, he needs it to be able to do that. There, There's a lot of forces at work here, yeah. you know? Now, whether Elon... I just need to know how far up Uncle Sam's butt he is. Yeah, but, well. you know, they sure as hell don't want to have anybody challenging, you know, the forces of, and Jeff Bezos has been kissing butt with them. So when he loses contracts to Elon, they go, hey, I thought I was the main guy, man. What the hell? CIA uses my cloud services. You know, I thought I was on your, you know, good list, you know? So, Ernest, so what, do you think's, been, what do you think's going on now? I mean, we have... Probably a hundred million former Trumpers are, you know, conservative, freedom-loving guys, and um, and maybe, maybe I don't know. What would you say? Uh, three fourths of the people have got this injection thing. Maybe I would. I'm just guessing. I don't know. Um, do you think there's going to be some kind of uprising in this country? of people that are just not going to put up with what's going on? Do you think we'll see that? You mean a Freedom's Phoenix? Is that uh, what a you Freedom's mean? Phoenix thing? I mean, I mean, these folks are not going to sit around and just take it much longer, are they? No, I mean, this is what always happens throughout history. Right. You know, you go back, and that's one thing I like about, I love about you know, Corbett Report right. uh, documentaries. James Corbett's documentaries are the crap. And we have a big ad in there promoting them. I had it especially done just for him because I'm like, man, all you need to do is watch these five or six videos and you're done. <laughs> and you're done. <laughs> so this is, um, yeah. of, <clears throat> of course, you know, it, it, it always happens or we'd be extinct by now. Hmm. You know, it, it always goes. This is one thing that we started, I think, in 15, you know, for your audience. OK, get get a pencil out, you know, get ready. Here we go pirateswithoutborders.com hmm. you go to pirateswithoutborders.com and you will see the letters of captain mark and his first mate reprisal letters of mark and reprisal so this is the philosophy that we operate from 
And the top of the page, you'll see communication, energy, shelter, food, all these different categories that have the technology that we've done half a million headlines on Freedom's Phoenix over 15, 17 years or whatever. So it is all the tech as it's gone that we could see. You want to know what's coming? You want to get a good radar screen Mm -hmm. of everything, good, bad, left, right, whatever, freedomsphoenix.com. You subscribe for free. You got the top join at the very top. You get a newsletter uh, once, twice a day. And what it is, is all the news, not, you know, just good and bad and this, that. It's a radar screen. All the blips that are going to affect your life and what's coming. So you're not surprised. Well, I'll tell you, the technology is going towards a decentralization to the individual. It is how you can communicate yourself and be pirate communications, hailing frequencies invisible to the crown, pirate money, pirate health, pirate, 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 which means that you're outside of the system because we don't say we're off grid. We're above the grid. (laughs) On the top left, you'll see a virtual tour of our pirate ship, the precariat, which is you got to go see it. It's also a spaceship. I mean, we're having fun with this. Okay. (laughs) But the thing is, is a philosophy of decentralization. And what we're focusing on now, our next one, we got IPFS. Like when I do my shows, my video is uploaded to Interplanetary File System so that it can never be taken down. It's uncensorable. Once it's up, it's done. I can't delete it. You know, sometimes, hey, I want to delete it. Well, life sucks, man. It went up on IPFS. So this is stuff that we've been working on because we knew we had to with an understanding of how this. We just had a story just uh, in the last week where the United Nations is coming in and delisting your domain. Boom, you're done. You're gone. We what? don't like you. You're not, you're not you know, saying the right stuff. So your people, oh, I just do my own webpage. Screw YouTube. Yeah, well, that one's done too. So we knew we had to do this to where they can't. It's nodes of people out in the millions all over the world that have the data and it's sharded and duplicated and accessible. And the more people access it, the faster it goes. This is stuff that we've been doing because we knew what was coming. We didn't think we knew. We knew. Yeah. So what do you do in preparation? So that's what we do. What do. And how many people are going to come on with this? Everyone that's affected, which is going to be everybody. Yeah. Let's talk about the money. Uh, we've studied the Fed and monetary system for many years. It looks like this Ignore Fed... the Fed! Yeah, it, it looks like this Fed coin thing is going to happen and maybe... Uh, they're going to want to tie it in with vaccine passports and the phone and, and uh, you know, take away the debt and tell, you know. Always the plan. That's always the plan. They'll take away all your mortgage and your car payment, and we're just going to give you some Fed coins and stay home, eat Cheetos. Do you think that's their plan? Uh, you know, and Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, I give you, I give you, a, you know, this is a good one. This is a good one. Um, uh, Rothschilds, I think, does The Economist, okay? It's yes. a magazine, yes, you know, financial magazine. Yeah. Over 30 years ago, they had the... Uh, one world currency. They had a big logo up on it. They made I a remember. big deal about it. there's going to be a world currency. 33 years, three months, three weeks, and three days later was the new cover of GovCoin. No kidding. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, they love their numbers, man. These guys you are go look crazy. it up. You know, you go GovCoin and just put in um, uh, <laughs> the economist uh, cover 33 years, 33 months or whatever it'll pop up you'll see the you know the image you know come up on a search and um so we knew this was coming back then i remember we did uh arizona is able to um uh we produced for our centennial in 12 
uh, gold, silver, and copper uh, commemorative coins that we would mint. And we wrote that legislation behind the scenes with the senator here hmm. that came to me when they were talking about the Amero. She goes, Ernie. And she was uh, um, the next year, so this was 06, that following year, she was co-chair in Arizona for Ron Paul's campaign. So she's a conservative, freedom-loving, you know, libertarian, you know, yeah. uh, Republican. And what happened was she uh, said, this Amero thing, what what can I do as a lonely old, you know, legis state legislator to do? I go, I don't know. I'll find out. So me and my senior editor, Pal Gamma, we came and we found out that the sesquicentennial, which I think is uh, 150 years or something, there was uh, in Oklahoma, they minted their own commemorative coin. And I go, that's how we're going to do it. <laughs> so we had our 100 year coming up in 12. So we wrote the legislation that the treasure, we would make our own, you know, gold, silver and copper uh, medallions in sufficient supply to, you know, <laughs> uh, supply all public demand. Well, there are somebody back because they kept changing it through legislative council to where it wasn't in the plural medallions. They just wanted one kind of thing. They didn't want to have uh, sufficient supply. They did. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I did it. I wanted to know who was going to be in opposition to this. Who are the ones behind the scenes? Who are the ones that are stopping this? They, them, those out of God knows where. And where were they residing? In legislative council. They got lawyers that actually write the legislation. Doesn't matter what amendments you pass on the floor. Doesn't matter what you vote on. Doesn't matter. They change the words in the legislation to get what they want. And we would read it every time that they go each level. And I go, they did it. Again. Who did that? Who changed that? Who's that? I want to know who that person is. And we started outing these guys. So you have to, once you understand they're going to do it because they can. Yes, you know, why did they do it? Because they can't. You got to make sure they can't. So decentralization down to the individual of growing your own food, of doing your own currency. We're really pushing silver. We, we've yeah. been uh, silver buffs and stackers for a long time. Now, crypto, we're involved in a lot, too. But that's becoming GoldmanSucks.gov coin. I can see that coming, you know. And any alternative coins that I like, they're going, well, that's counterfeit. That's not, you know, legal tender of, you know, the crown says. Because all you're going to, you got blockchains are great technology, as long as you just don't create another link in the blockchain to the crown. I mean, you know, but this is perfect for what they want to do. They want to be able to digitally real time see everything that you're doing. And cryptocurrency allows for that. Yes, sir. So you're going to get a central bank, you know, digital currency that's going to be, oh, uh, your money's no good anymore. You got to go to the purple script, you know, digital coin that grandma gets her Social Security in her new wallet of whatever the hell that is held by the government. And this is how their social credit score thing is going to be used with financial incentives and disincentives and what and it's gone. So this yep. guaranteed <laughs> this is coming. OK, so what we've been doing is pushing silver. We did <laughs> during 08 and 09 before crypto really started taking off. We took pre-64 dimes and we made dime cards out of them you know a lot of people may remember during the revolution years we were doing dime cards on the back and on the front it have logos and art and mm -hmm. funky whoever wanted to do whatever they wanted and uh on the back it would have this dime is worth this much in silver at 30 dollars 35 40 45 so you kind of got an idea yeah. so silver and we had a calculator yeah. app that silver that you could go to a festival and you'd calculate 
uh, the equivalent and whatever you want it to be, you know, dollars, Deutsche Mark, whatever, you know, that you could trade silver at festivals, even when you didn't have access oh, to great. online oh, services. That's a great idea. So, we, so now we're doing it. We've already <laughs> done it. You know, this is going And now a lot of our contributions and so on, we're converting to silver. I'm like, because silver dimes, it's 10 cents, not the dollar 60 that it's really worth even now at the low prices that it is. Yes. So we're just yes. going, yeah. So what do you pay taxes on? The dime. Even though I got 10 times that, you know, or, you know, 16 times that. So I'm just going, look, I, you know, we're, but what's the intent of the man? It's all about intent. Their intent is to get you on the plantation. You do what the hell they want you to do. That's what the intent is. Yeah. And oh, by the way, we got a digital ID for you and a, your card of blah, 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 blah. That be a coming. It's here. And so what we have to do is go pirate. That's why pirateswithoutborders.com. Go read the letters of Captain Mark. We have a book on Amazon that has them in, you know, you can order that or you can just read them online. I'm yeah, you're right. I am pissed off and excited at the same time. <laughs> they have no idea who they messed with. I can tell for you. For 30 years. What do you think I was going to do? <laughs> Ernest, if you if you're on a game show and you had to make a guess, um, what would you, can you hazard a guess when this FedCoin thing would launch and then how do you think it's going to, uh, serve, uh, um, work in the, the monetary system and commerce with the Federal Reserve note. Do you have any feelings, any theories on how that's going to all... Now? Yeah. Now? Now they're It's already gonna, happening. Really? They did See, one thing, I've been following crypto from the beginning. I remember when we were at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, in, uh, the Free State Project in northern New Hampshire, and you know, a lot of the freedom guys would congregate there in the summer. We'd gone to like the last 13 years of them or something. And I remember this vividly we we're at one of the park benches sitting beautiful upstate new hampshire and the trees and green grass and everything mm -hmm. and at this picnic table is like uh roger veer bitcoin cash uh vitalik buterin ethereum um uh you know uh we've had long conversations with andreas antonopoulos and you know just a bunch of the guys from back in the day that were there saying how this technology is going to change the world and here we go well, now they're filthy, stinking rich. And what they needed, though, what we did is you had to use it in commerce. So I could be filthy, stinking rich with all the freaking Bitcoin I had back then. But I used it because a lot of people in the freedom community wanted it and they would give you services for it. Like I would get anything from, you know, artwork and graphic art, the web services, the freaking massages. I mean, to whatever yeah. you would paying bitcoin there was one guy that came out his name he goes by doug smoothie doug scribner now a gazillionaire does a lot of stuff in the space and how he got all his bitcoin we call him doug smoothie because he came to the festival and when bitcoin was six dollars and he sold hundreds of smoothies for one bitcoin and he just sat there in the sun and made smoothies for over a week in wow. the sun and he and that's what made him filthy stinking rich was making smoothies so we call him doug smoothie Good so for this him. is the kind of you know well it's a vision you know that these yeah. people have they understood the power of decentralization and getting off of this so so did the man as time went on you could see bitcoin was becoming um advocated to be part of the system. A lot of the guys in Bitcoin that started, you know, paying for and develop. Okay, I'll give you an example. There was one development team that came in and started doing a lot of the development and encouraging, you know, how it went and not. And it wasn't what they promised, you know. 
So that's where Bitcoin Cash came into vogue. It was more of the promise in my mind, and it works a lot better, you know, cheaper transactions, faster, all that kind of stuff. The promise of what Bitcoin is supposed to be, Bitcoin Cash. Well, Bitcoin, and they hate the fact that he even uses the word Bitcoin, but Bitcoin, you know, that it forked off of, they kept it to where it was made to be part of the legacy banking system. They wanted to shoehorn it into that. So this lightning network, if I was just say a branch, you know, a bank, and um, uh, the high transaction fees are for they, them, those. I mean, it's just, it, you could see it coming. So they are like, oh, pick us, pick us. We're the ones. Yay. You know, we're going to be the guys. Well, when you saw that happen, I'm going, whoa, I'm okay. I'm, you know, Bitcoin's functional and it works great, but you might as well just, you know, be Bank of America. I mean, you know, it's going to be, that's, I am of the opinion that Bitcoin is going to be GovCoin, if not already, you know, because who is going to be allowed to sell an ETF on an index or the value of Bitcoin? That's how they turn paper, you know, turn gold and silver into paper. Right. They're doing exactly the same thing with Bitcoin. So I'm going, there you go. So you say, when are they going to do it? They've already done it, you know, which is why it's going to, it's manipulated. It goes way down. They buy in, it goes up, they take their profits, it goes down, back and forth, back and forth, because the market cap on that compared to the rest of the economy is still a drop in the bucket. But it's its features, the intrinsic value of cryptocurrency is how much gold and silver you're willing to trade for the features of a digital currency. That's the value of it, because it's fast, it's quick, it's easy, to, especially Bitcoin Cash. I just cause now some other currencies may do it, but that's the one that has it pissed me off every time. Good example. This last weekend, crypto took a dump, man. Yeah. It was 20% at least over the weekend. It went and I go, woohoo, buy the dip. It's time for me to get some, you know, I'm, I'm buying silver with the profits I make on crypto. But then when it goes down, I know it's going to go back up or I believe that, you know, I go buy the dip. So I'm getting some discounted stuff. It goes up and I go, woo, more profit. I get to buy more silver. So, you know, so what happens is when that dip goes down, that's when the volume goes up. You go to the exchanges or you go to people to trade with or local Bitcoin, you know, traders and so on. And your wallet doesn't work. It, it, the transaction fees are high. It slows down. It does. I go, really? You know, and as long as you have these problems, which Bitcoin Cash addressed, that's where they were going. They're the only ones that work good. Now, there's some others that I like for different features, but I'm telling you, I am not putting my faith in crypto. I like it because it's fast and easy. I use it online and so on. But whatever big uh, gains I'm making, there, yeah, silver. I'm just silver. And at the top left of Freedom's Phoenix, you'll see Roberts and Roberts brokerage there. They take crypto for silver. That's why I have them up there. He's a good friend. We just visited him in Pensacola, Florida, you know, a few weeks ago. So this is... You know, I, it's decentralization, and this newspaper has a lot of this information in on silver, on crypto, on how to do your finances, different options. This is already happening. I'm telling you, Patrick, I, I don't think I know. I know. My kids hate when I say that. You know, I just go, <laughs> look, what, what, they, they, when all this stuff happened, they go, Ernie, how'd you know? I'm like, how the hell did you not know? What the hell were you paying attention to? <laughs> I mean, you know, the neon freaking flashing in your face, you know? So it's from a philosophy of I just want to be left alone and they're not going to leave me alone and they want to control my behavior. They want me to do what they want to do and they don't want to be challenged. You want to know what the future is? You look to China. 
because the Chinese Communist Party, the one big thing that you're not allowed to do is you're not allowed to challenge their authority. And what do we freedom guys do? Constantly challenging the authority over government to just write something on paper and say they own me or my stuff. So this is freedom's phoenix that's coming from the ashes of Lady Liberty's torch. As we see freedom cards starting to get snuffed out, more and more people are getting more adamant about just being left alone. You know, like, woo, let's go take over Congress and the House on January 2nd. Who gives a crap? That was all BS. I'm going, well, you'll be in charge of the marble and the monuments? Who cares? You know, I don't give a crap. You know, let them, man. Let the cities rot. Let the, I don't care. I just want to be left alone for me and my family. And so many people do that. And the big thing that's needed now is shelter. So that's what we're working on is we have in the paper, you can go look on online, you'll see detailed building homes at an air creek starting to you know dwellings beautiful designs with just labor and low cost of that's where it's going intentional yeah. communities the front page story private membership associations how to structure yourself so that you're outside of their control legally you know by their precedent not that that matters if you're successful they're going to want right. to explain it to yeah, you but yeah, yeah. you know we're going to be examples so i i'm it's not later i want everybody to understand patrick they're not waiting this is a continuous effort to lock it down. And you want to see how it's being done? You look at the social credit scoring in China. It's happening in Canada. It's happening in France. It's happening all over the world. Australia, you know, what did they do? They took Australia's guns, and now they're doing whatever the hell they want with them and putting them in concentration camps. I saw that. Right now. Amazing. Yeah. Now I'm going, Whoa. what the hell? And to think it's not coming to America, the only thing that is saving us is the fact that we are armed. That is it. If it wasn't for that, they'd just walk in with a shiny badge and tell you what's up and take your kids. <laughs> but this is this is this but this is the battle. This is it. I'll tell you this what's is up. it. This is it. We this we silver it. bugs have been waiting for silver to go up forever. I remember the day. Don't remember care. when it went to fifty? Do you you don't care that yep. that they pound it down every day? I remember when it went to eighty. <laughs> Do you? Did it go to eighty? Was it? I, I missed that. One. Yeah, back in seventy nine or was something. It? The Hunt oh. brothers were doing whatever. Oh yeah, I wasn't in and that they early. Closed, yeah. They said, "Oh, we're do-. they go, we're doing a do over. We're not allowed. <laughs> you know the the banks and stuff. They just go, nope, you're not allowed. We confiscate because you're like you're doing bad stuff, and the banks would go down, and you're not allowed. See, whenever it comes down to it, you're not allowed. We have an email so here for you. Why uh, we Ernest. use pre. Yeah, here's an email for you from Charlie. He is from, actually, he's from Phoenix. He's out near you, Charlie in Phoenix. So I'm really enjoying your guest here. Have him on again. Well, he wants to know, what are we going to be using to trade with and buy things when the Fed coin comes in? What are you and I going to be using that don't want to participate? Uh, let me think for a second. Uh, uh, silver. Silver. <laughs> really? Yeah. So this is... This is, uh, you know, I, I, I really do keep enough crypto on hand for ease of use because it is an amazing technology, you know, but I don't want to be sucked in to ones that, you know, they, they oh, do this one. It went up, you know, 130% in a day of blah, 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 right. all the get rich quick scams and so on. And uh, for me, it's the functionality of it. And the reason, you know, I'll rattle off some that I like Monero is private R, you know, the pirate chain, A, R, R, R. You know, R, so it's going to be a pirate. R. Definitely got to look at that one. So, you know, but the, the wallets and the ease of use of these things, they have varying degrees and how accepted they are, exchanges, that kind of stuff. If you want to stay off the exchanges, for me, 
Um, I, I like uh, there's some of them like Horizon because of the features that it has. Raven Coin, even Dogecoin because it just pisses off the man. That's not. It's kind of a you know you know a shit coin you know you know whatever. But it's just fun that it keeps going up because you know screw them. But the um, um, the one that I really uh, have always had good luck with is Bitcoin Cash. Now Bitcoin, when you need it the most, it's a sixty dollar transaction fee. Wow. To send five dollars for coffee, that's not a currency. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, wow. Well, it's a store of value. I go. Then what value does it have if I can't use it? Now screw you, man. I'm done. So then you know, but well, if you do this other network that the banks run for you and you get some customer reserves, the blah, blah blah. Then what the hell am I doing that for? You know, I just do a wire transfer. So this is so it's Bitcoin Cash. I would think that that or something like that that has these quality features is going to be what a lot of people use now how private is that going to be so then is and we're having this discussion right now last night i go look on declare your independence with ernest hancock telegram group i don't do a lot of social media i mean we have a lot of accounts but i don't interact with them because brain damage so but uh social media the only one that i interact with is telegram groups so they are very smart people and what i i did just yesterday i go look i need to have a method to get off this banking system. Well, a lot of things came back and it's really very difficult. You know, my wife is like, oh, you're just going to go all silver. How am I going to pay bills? Oh my God. You know, yada, yada. Well, what happens is one of the guys came out and he goes, I have a Western U Union debit card. There's not banks. They keep trying to get me into a bank, you know, Western Union, but you have, <clears throat> you know, uh, or going to Wells Fargo or something you're pumping, but it's a, uh, you can do direct deposit. You can put the money right in and then you just use it like a visa online and bills and everything with cash that you put in to an account. Hmm. So I'm going, okay, now Walmart cards or you get these debit cards or visa and so on. There are people, there was a thing called the, um, uh, what was it? Motorhome Diaries. They did copblock.org, which got a lot of attention on, you know, officer abuses of people's rights and so on. They went around the country and videotaping and they were under attention of the man. So they were targeted for a lot of stuff. So what we would do is we would buy Walmart cards so they can go get supplies or something or these debit cards. So I'm going, okay, so if I can have people donate to an account and then I just use it and they don't know it's me, boom, I'm done, which means they're not going to allow it anymore. <laughs> Sooner or later, they're going to say, hey, you found a loophole. You're not allowed. So. So what are we going to use in the future? I don't know. I'm exploring that right now. And in this edition of the newspaper, we're exploring it. How do I get off my Bank of America account that they know everything that I do? They know how much I get in, how much I owe in taxes, what I can and can't spend. They can turn it off at any time. You know, I got to get out of that. So online is crypto and maybe these debit cards. We're looking into that, how much surveillance you got to do with that. And then... Um, uh, silver. So I'm doing, we're taking our contributions as much as we can in silver. When I have artwork done, I pay in silver. When I do, you know, people in the Liberty community that run, you know, our web pages or domains or whatever, anybody that will trade in silver, silver. And you'd be amazed at how many people go, good, thank you, you know? So <laughs> we're, I am of the opinion, silver, hell, in most languages, the word for silver is money. I mean, you know, so I think we're going back to silver, and I'm going to try and you just put in an image search, put silver dime cards, and you'll see the stuff over the decades that we've done. You know, this is how we promote this stuff. I, I, 
and you can actually use them, that. and it and it changes with the with the spot price, Ernest. Right? So you have a dime, and it changes with the spot price, and and that's how it's done. That's clever. Yeah, very good. Well, that's what our silver calculator was about. We were the first silver calculator. Now you, they're all over the place. But you know, we did. We had a, a listener out of Maryland that he wanted to be kind of secret because he worked for a government agency. You know, just you know, one of the regulatory agencies. So he's a coder, and he says, "Look, I can boom." But then a few days, he had it. It was done. You could put whatever junk, silver, silver medallion, or have Morgan's silver quarters, whatever, and whatever currency you wanted, and you could put in a dollar amount and it'd tell you exactly how much in silver quarters and dimes that you are 50 cent pieces to pay for something. Huh. So the merchant will look out, okay, boom, you do the transaction, you're done. You know, we showed that you could do this. This is what's coming. So you have to start thinking that when we buy things on like Craigslist or, you know, even, uh, you know, just with friends and stuff, I, I, I go on Craigslist and I needed something, you know, whatever, a wagon, whatever. And I say, you know, for this trailer, uh, do I get a discount? I pay in silver? Why, yes, you do. <laughs> You'd be amazing. Amazed at how many people were like, well, yeah, you know, I got because I was going to take the money and go buy precious metals anyway, you know, so you get. A, you know, a discount or a premium on or something, just ask. And it's private. That's what they don't like. it. And when you use junk silver that are minted U.S. coins are recognizable. You know, you got to watch out for counterfeits. They had some Morgans out there that were Chinese nothing, you know, and you go and a lot of us could tell that, you know, you got to be careful. But now they have these devices that you put your silver on and it tells you what its metal content is. Okay. So, you know, you're not getting ripped off. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I, I tell you, it, the future is very bright, but it's going to require a freedom's phoenix. It has to be a rebirth of the knowledge that freedom's the answer. What's the question? This is this has been my mantra for. It's like a saying on the show and T-shirts and logos and everything with that. Because when I was in the '90s and I started coming across libertarian philosophy, and I asked a lot of the guys, I go, "All right, but what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And what about this?" They always had a freedom answer would make whatever that perceived problem was better. So I go, okay, I get it. Freedom's the answer. What's the question? And that just became my default. Yeah. More, oh, they're doing this and more shootings of that and more and more and more and bad stuff or whatever. And I go, wow, sounds to me like they need more freedom. And you can always come up with a freedom solution would solve these problems at a fundamental level. They're always creating the problem, and then they come in and go, thra, thra, the state is the solution, and here we got another department up. You know, <laughs> stop thinking that way. So that's what we've been about, and that's why we have longevity. Our longevity for 30 years doing this, we're kind of a little bit lower key. You may know of a bunch of the stuff that we've done, but you don't know it was Ernie, you know, and Donna. You just had, you know, they go, where did this start? How did this thing, you know, go? You go watch freedomsphoenix.com right now. Top left, you'll see the article that is done by James Corbett about us doing our newspaper. And you go, damn, that's a good idea. Well, we've been doing that for 30 years. It's just when it's, I'm all about being ready for the time it's a timing thing and people always want to default to, man i just want to be left alone yes you do you know well we're here to help so that's what we're, <laughs> we're doing and i'm i'm a listener wants to know no, how please. they get your how can we get his newspaper i want a copy how can they get well that's what we're going to be doing you know, matter of fact today i, I okay. gotta finish writing the article on that because we're going to press tomorrow so um that's one of the final things that we're doing i went you know, got pricing to the post office and how much, yada, yada, yada. 
So it's probably going to be, we'll do at least, you know, 25 issues, you know, uh, uh, copies of a 40 page paper mailed to you. And it's probably going to be anywhere from 35 to 50 bucks to have them shipped. And that'll get you as membership on our, you know, uh, site and subscribe to, you know, all we're going to make it a package thing because you can read it online. You know, I'm not denying you the information, but if you want the physical newspaper and I got to freaking package it and send it and do sure. and go through all, all that brain damage, you know, you're going to pay for it because freaking you got to pay for it. So, um, it's going to be on the site where you go at the top of the page and it has the newspaper and you can see it there. And we have already an article. This is where, the link is going to be for bulk buys. So we can do, uh, we're going to have that information there. I'm working on it today, as a matter of fact. I'm trying to get the pricing thing. My cost of sending 25 newspapers is going to be about $30, you know, to do that package. So I'm like, uh, 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 I think I'm going to charge and make a profit because, yeah. damn it, you know, a lot of work. Hey, I think know? we have a phone call for you. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? 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 I think I think they got nervous, uh, Charlie. Before I mean, uh, Ernest, before we go, it's been great fun talking to you. What do you think, big picture, in your opinion, we're going to see here? There's lots of rumblings, Texas, Florida, maybe someday just starting their own thing, you know, succeeding from the union, uh, Oklahoma. Do you think we're going to see that um, in in the future? Okay, this has always happened in the past. And it's more obvious if you look at history in parliaments, you know, because mm -hmm. parliaments have coalition governments. That's the most popular when they say democracy around the planet. They never do, you know, the United States House Senate kind of thing because that kind of slowed them down. They're like, damn it. You know, we can't control that as easily. They got we got to change all kinds of rules and stuff. That's a pain in the ass. So what they did is they do this parliament thing. And whenever you start to see the people rise up, but what happens is you have all the same guys in, you know, one of the three, four or five parties that are represented in parliament. They kind of shift sides and they go over, tra -tra, we represent the people over here and we're the solution to whatever. Well, then they just create a coalition. It's the same guys doing the same thing. It's just all BS. Okay. What I'm seeing happen in the United States of America is you see the same kind of thing. We need Trump. We need DeSantis. We need Texas. We need Arizona. We need uh, you know, South Dakota. We're going to, you know, that's the... But, but what they are always doing is they're never advocating for the elimination of government authority. They just want to change it. Who's in charge? How they're going to rule you. Right. I've seen this year after year after year. I've run for U.S. Congress three times. I ran for U.S. Senate against McCain. I've run, you know, Secretary of State twice, County Recorder, State Legislature, you know, on and on and on over the last, you know, year since, the, you know, 1990. I don't think I know how it works. I can tell you, you know, from experience. These guys, you get up and you'll be a forum and they'll be, you know, me, a libertarian or independent or whatever. You have the Republican and Democrat, whether I speak first or last, doesn't matter. I go, I can tell you what's going to happen. These guys are going to tell you how they're going to rule your life and make you have a central plan for whatever the hell. The other guy is going to say, I can do it better than him and he's doing it wrong. And I'm going to go, uh, I want you to have your own plan. That was the whole point is that you get to have your own plan. My job in any position of a shiny badge, the government's job role is to protect you having your own plan. They go, well, that's not a plan. I need somebody to tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, maybe you do, but I don't, okay? So there's a bunch of people. That's where we're going. 
they're going to be coming and saying they got a better plan for you. Hmm. And the other guy's plan sucks and they got a better plan. But be not mistaken, when Trump came in, what did he do? There was still some bombing. There was still, you know, trying to use the Fed to do whatever the hell he wanted. Yes, He's still warp speed wanting you to get shot. Yeah. There's still, you know, 80 Republicans come out and, you know, have a, you know, vaccine database of blah, 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 blah. That's a big thing today, right? In a couple of hours at uh, state capitol here in Arizona, they're going against, they already put in a vaccination database plan. What do they got here? They'll sit there and say all this other crap of how they want you to be free and we're going to leave you alone or whatever. But damn sure they're going to have a list, okay? They're damn sure going to be able to do the credit score kind of thing. They're able to interface with the banking controls. They're able. This is what is good. Does that matter? So all of these you think this state over that state, that is not where it's coming from. It comes from the people. It comes from a I say this all the time in what the Love Bus Liberty Tour was, everything that I do. Pirates, Freedom's Phoenix, declare your independence, Love Bus. Everything is about one thing. Signs, everything. General public opinion. That's it. Hmm. They go, what do you do? Free minds one at a time. It's just a general public opinion thing because the politicians see what general public opinion is. Then they run and jump in front of that parade. Trun, trun, I'm for you. America first. Blah, 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 blah. Do they actually do it? Hell no. <laughs> and what they do is they take their popularity and their little block of votes, being their Cato or libertarian, this or that. All they do is use those block of votes and the youth or whatever to forward whatever agenda they already had, <laughs> be it on financing or energy or their special interest of fill in the blank. Every time, that's why you have to support decentralization down to the rights protected of the individual. If you're not doing that, you're they, them, those. It's no more complicated than that. Everybody, Patrick, wants to make it more complicated than that. Yes, it's sir. not. If the government, whatever level, is not serving the interest of the rights of the individual, they're bad guys every time. So I don't go, I, man, I'm, woo, <laughs> I am not trying to fix it. I'm okay. trying to avoid it. I, I say don't try to fix it. Uh, finally, if somebody wanted to me to ask you about uh, alternative energy solar and that i know you've done a lot of shows on this do you yeah. do you think do you think the technology is is coming around so we're going to be able to afford it be affordable to get off the grid and not be tied in with the you know with the i did it done hell i do it on the bus do you? you know the bus has 800 watts on top i got another 480 deployed out back we run you know on that I, I'm getting new batteries uh, uh, coming in that's uh, you know better. But this is this is what I give you an example. Right now, out in the desert where I am now, a friend of mine is a uh, just retired. And he went back and worked a little bit at the nuclear power plant. They wanted him to come back. We pay you a bunch of money. You go okay, I'll come in for six weeks. But he's retired. All right, you know, thirty years or whatever at the Palo Verde nuclear power plant as a core refueling supervisor. Mm -hmm. So what happened was he's um, uh, moves out in the desert to be closer to work because he didn't want to do the commute from town anymore. So he gets 10 acres out here, does whatever. Okay, I'll bring in the power. They got to be $30,000. Screw you. So he took that money and he goes, I, I, I spent 30000 so I have the pleasure of Electricville. I think I'll decline, okay? So what he did is he took and he had lead acid batteries then he went to nickel iron now he's gone to lithium iron phosphate 
Well, now it's man, it's the crap and more solar panels. He was paying up to eight dollars a. I think it was with all the stuff by eight dollars a watt, about four dollars a watt for your solar power. Now it's down to like thirty cents a watt. I mean, it's getting ridiculously cheap. Hmm. I got five and a half kilowatts of solar panels for less than two thousand dollars. They're sitting in a storage thing right now because we're building the home and we already got our electrical. That's the first thing that we did. Uh, a year ago this last summer, I bought all the copper wiring because I knew it was going to happen to commodities. So I go, nope, 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 nope. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get all my wire and stuff now. So we got our boxes, wire, all that. We're done. So then I got the solar panels. They got cheap enough. I'm going, hell, man, I'm not risking it anymore. I'm, they're way cheaper than what I thought it was going to be. I got those. Then we had the inverters. I got those. I got the um, charge controllers came in with that, and I got 30 kilowatts of batteries. This is unheard of for about $10,000. This is so that means for less than $20,000, I got my battery, my um, uh, solar energy needs for my home so my wife can live in, you know, first class, you know, freaking out, have to worry about electricity in the desert, you know, for less than, I don't know, $18,000. And how many kilowatt hours are you going to be able to produce? How many kilowatt hours a month? Um, well, it's about, uh, well, it's five and a half kilowatt out, uh, um, uh, kilowatts that I have producing continuously on my solar panels. That's how much I got. And I have 30 kilowatt hours of battery storage. But that's, that doesn't count the additional um, 10 that I got, you know, ordered with the same company for my bus. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah. So I got that back up too. And, I got diesel and what kind of batteries Plus did I you got, end up getting? The batteries, what do you say, the best batteries? The one, well, I have on the bus now, I have, uh, they're called Battleborns. They were one of the premium first ones that came on. They were like, you know, for 1.2 kilowatt hours, they were like $1,000, you know. But hmm. over the years, it's plummeted. So now I have, they're called Life Power, L I F E P O O is lithium iron phosphate, what that stands for, and then it's W-E-R, so life power. If you put in life power batteries, and you'll see Signature Solar is where I got them from. Okay. And online, you know, uh, Will Prouse and uh, David Paws have, you know, uh, channels on YouTube that we've been watching for years, and they've been, you know, uh, analyzing, you know, which ones are good and bad. It comes in a server wrap. It's a six high server rack or blades that go in, boom. It's like having a, a dishwasher. You know, a, a dishwasher is powering my house out in the desert with all the electricity out of being needing. And the panels, it's done, man. This is the point that I'm talking about. If you go on freedomsphoenix.com and the left side, you'll see the logo. It's a red rectangle that says Belay or Pirates Without Borders or something like that. You go to pirateswithoutborders.com and at the very top, it has energy. You click on that energy icon and it shows you all of the technology that supports what you're talking about. That's what that Pirates is for. Communication. Can I be in my communication and create my own you know, mesh networks? How can I do, you know, private transactions and currency? How can I, how can I, how can I? Health, you know, growing food. We had a big aquaponics thing in our previous home before we went on the road. Did you? That we proved to ourselves we had like 70 chickens, turkeys, goats, fish, aquaponics. We built our own geodesic domes with a stamp press to do whatever the heck. I mean, 
We did it to prove to ourselves and our audience that it can be done. Now, now we're doing it, okay? So that's what, you know, the inspiration and energy I'm putting forth. And who's going to be in my way? I'm out in the desert. Who gives a crap? It's the man. They're going to come out with a clipboard and say, you know, where's your crown permission slip for doing whatever you wanted to do and be left alone? Not that, nope, 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 nope. Do you have any? Where are the children? I mean, you know, so I'm just going, oh. It's a general public opinion that they're not inside their box of what their job is to protect my rights to be left alone, not to be the primary ones that aren't leaving me alone. That is what's changing. That is what is coming. And that is what Freedoms Phoenix has always been about. And where we're going, nana, 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 nana. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ernst, thank you so much for being on the show. It's great fun having you here. So the main place to go is Freedoms with an S, phoenix.com. And that's the main place, folks. And they'll, they'll find out everything about you and explore some of the things you've talked about. My email is publisher. Right. My email is publisher at freemansphoenix.com. Okay. Now, the thing is, is that freemansphoenix.com is um, it's a perspective. You know, like V said, you know, freedom's a perspective. Well, it's information. You'll go, what the hell does he have this Washington Post, USA Today, New York Times article up here for? You know? So you know what they're doing and how they're thinking. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a lot of solutions there, but you want to get to the you know solutions, you go to pirateswithourders.com. That's where we get all hardcore. But the uh, freedomsphoenix.com was so that the normies and everybody gets informed. If you're a freedomsphoenix.com you know, subscriber, you get the newsletter, you go there on a regular basis, you're going, holy crap, I did not know that. You know, So you can see yes. years in advance of what's coming which is why we put the trigger on liquidating all our stuff, gave it to our kids and grandkids. You know, I don't have as near as many as guns and ammo that I did before. My kids got them. <laughs> so, so we dispersed all that stuff out, and now we're small, and we got a big, you know, like those Mayflower moving vans, you know, our tractor-trailer mm -hmm. thing. We bought for $6,000 a used one, you know, from a guy out in the desert that had it. And I go, cool. So we instead of getting a shipping container, because shipping containers, once you fill them up, they won't they don't want to move them. So I go, all right, well, I'll do this big mate has under storage, it's enormous. Hell I could live in it. Every time I say that, my wife yells at me. But anyway, so I look at that and I put all the stuff we wanted to keep, all my tools, all my everything in that. Then we have some trailer stuff stored out here. And then everything else, all the studio and everything we built, we live in a teeny tiny mobile house called the Love Bus. So when we find the property that we're, we're looking now, we're going through traveling Arizona. We're going to be in Arizona because our family's here, 12 grandkids. So we're when we pull the trigger on that, then we start building. Well, we already have friends that are doing it, and we're going to Washington State in May, and we're doing prototyping here now. And when we go there May, we're building probably at least you know five, six domes there that we already have property and stuff that we're doing You know, for kind of a... Uh, uh, housing for a community there. Hmm. So we're going, okay, this is already happening now. So I'm, you know, you want to follow what's going on and be inspired, go to freemansphoenix.com. But that is also going to have a bunch of going, what the hell is this story doing here? So, you know, how the hell you think we know what's coming? I'm not, there's no doubt in my mind, Patrick, they, them, those already have it in place they're just finagling and scaring people into accepting and not going into open rebellion because America has guns. And how do they control you? Through your money, 
through your property, through your children, through your health, through your whatever. And they're going to come and there's going to be resistance. They've already seen it. In Australia, when you only got like, I don't know, 20 whatever million people there and you got a million in the streets. Oh, my God. They're not showing. We got Alessandro Fasilo is a uh, libertarian movement leader in Italy. He's a lawyer, big lawyer. He has uh, offices in uh, Germany, in Berlin, in Madrid, Spain, and in Rome. And he is the libertarian guy. He's come to Arizona and visited, and we're good friends. I just did a show with him. He has an article in there that he started when this COVID thing started, 100, 200 people at a rally or whatever. Now it's 100, 200,000 people really? in the street wow. that he's speaking to promoting libertarian. Hundreds of thousands right now, and you don't see it, except online if you know where to look and you see all this stuff. The mainstream media, the lamestream media, the media sued last century, is not showing you. The revolution will not be televised or even YouTube. <laughs> this is the control on this stuff is done. So I'm going, this is why we have to go uncensorable kind of stuff. It's happening. This is not an America thing. This is a worldwide thing. So those advocating for leave me aloneism are the ones that are perpetuating the the message of the founders of this argument's been going on forever. And it keeps getting better and more refined. And it's come down to this newspaper. We wanted to be the inspiration on a bunch of stuff, building a house, using silver, using crypto, the ideology behind it, healthcare, on and on. I've been interviewing Judy, Dr. Judy Mikovits. We did uh, two vaccine education summits, one in 16 and one in 19, right before this all started. Doctor, I did it because when I first interviewed Dr. Judy Mikovits, I think it was in August of 16, 10 days later, we did the summit, had all the scientists and stuff come in. You go to vaccineeducationsummit.com and you'll see the speeches there and so on. I've been interviewing Dr. Judy Mikovits every week for six, seven years. Hmm. We knew this was coming. You know, how'd you know? How'd you not know? You know, so... This is their game plan. We knew it even way before that, that in 09, if you go to Freedoms Phoenix and you'll see the categories, you know, that we have on each of the entries, there'll be a bunch of them up there. It says vaccines and vaccinations. You click on that and you go to all the articles that are in that category. You go to the first page. You'll see that we had the first signs in January of 09. Support first responders who say no to mandatory shots. Wow. That's where that original logo came wow. from. Nice. We've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> and what we did when we pressed it, we did freedom of information request with the state of Arizona, the health department, and they refused going, all right, I kept making a big deal out of it. They're not even going to let me have access to my information that I put and pay taxes for, and they know, and they're not telling me. Blah, blah. All of a sudden, 7 o'clock at night, I get a call from the deputy director. All right, Ernie, here's the link. But later they just delink it and do whatever. I mean, you know, they, you know, it's just it. It's you got to find out what their intent is. Once you find out their intent, they're going to do any and everything they can to forward their intent. And their intent is domination over the individual and eliminate dissent. That is their intent. Boom. Yes, yeah, yeah, sir. Well, well, well said. How are they going to do it? Any way they can. Any way they can. How. Well said. Ernest, thanks for being uh, being here. I really appreciate it. It was great. We had a good time, and 
Uh, we'll send folks to your website and put all the information. Yeah, I almost let show. you talk a couple of times. That's all right. I didn't need to talk. I talked too much anyway. <laughs> Don't worry about it, brother. You take care of yourself. Stay under the radar now, okay? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I blend. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Ernest. Patrick, uh, thank you very much. Yeah. It was awesome. Been enough. Thank you. Bye. Ernest. Wow, he's a fireball, huh? Well, you want to, you know, what's the old saying? You want to get something done, you ask a busy man. There's a guy that's right in the, the belly of the beast, and boy, he's not fooling around, is he? No way, Jose. That was fun, huh? Well, um, let's see. Let me just turn off something here. There you go. That'll do it. Oh, well. Well... I think we're going to, I think, I know we're going to talk to uh, somebody, a gentleman about growing your own food here in in about half an hour. He's a good one, uh, so you'll meet him. So we'll take a quick little break, maybe get a bite of cheese or or something. Uh, I just want to mention, Ernest talked a lot about uh, silver, and we have a spot that you can get some. A good friend of mine, and I've known him for a long, long time. Fred Dashevsky and U.S. Coin Capital. This is Andrew Goss's uh, company. Uh, Fred and Andrew ran this company forever before uh, Andrew went to heaven uh, about three years ago. And the number is 800-878-2646. If you're interested in the whole silver thing, that would be, uh, uh, this is a great, um, um, hmm, well, a great thing to do. Because you can get the, this currency silver pre-65, dimes, quarters, halves, um, silver dollars um, from Fred. And they'll give you the best price that you're going to get. And you can get whatever you want. So maybe start buying some silver. If you think uh, something you want to do, this is the place to do it. 800-878-2646. 800 878 Tell them we sent you. They take extra good care of you. Okay, thank you. Uh, please pass on these links to everyone you care about. All of our videos up on BitChute. Uh, join us on Telegram. The link is on the uh, front page of One Radio Network. And we'll be back in about half an hour talking about growing some food, baby. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. <laughs> 